bring you a three-minute digest of what happened in China's business sector. This is China Business Now by 21st Century Business Herald. Hello, everyone. I'm Stephanie Lee. Coming up on today's program, China's major trade provinces saw exports grow in the first four months with improved structure. And Hong Kong leaders said cafe incident damages the city's reputation and should not happen again. Here's what you need to know about China in the past 24 hours. Six administrative regions in China, including Guangdong, Jiangsu, Zhejiang and Shandong provinces, as well as Beijing and Shanghai, have reported export growth in the first four months with an improved structure. According to data released by local customs officers, foreign trade in each of the six regions exceeded 1 trillion yuan, with Guangdong hitting 2.5 trillion yuan, followed by Jiangsu, Zhejiang and Shanghai. Accounting for nearly 70% of China's total, the six provinces posted foreign trade growth rates higher than the national average of 5.8% over the period. From January to April, Guangdong locked 2.5 trillion yuan in import and export, down almost 1% from a year ago. Export rose by 5% to 1.7 trillion yuan, while import fell by 11% to 841.5 billion yuan. Local customs said the import and exports edged down from a year ago because of weakened overseas demand and a high base number from a year earlier. In the first four months of this year, foreign trade in Jiangsu fell 2% to 1.6 trillion yuan, but the pace of shrinking slowed from the first quarter. Zhejiang's value of shipment rose by 8% to 1.56 trillion yuan, growing faster. Jiangsu's export even surged to a record high of 1.1 trillion yuan. Shanghai boosted its foreign trade by 14% to 1.4 trillion yuan, while Beijing added 7% to reach 1.2 trillion yuan, and both rates surpassed the national average of 5.8%. And Shandong's import and export rose by 7% to 1.03 trillion yuan as collaboration with emerging markets deepened. According to data released by the major trade provinces, private enterprises have played a larger role in driving up foreign trade. For example, private firms' total trade in Guangdong reached 1.53 trillion yuan in the first four months, accounting for 60.5% of the province's total, official data showed. In addition, the export of the new big three pillars, electric vehicles, lithium-ion batteries and solar cells, posted remarkable performances over the period. Shanghai saw its export in these sectors rise by as much as 274% year-on-year, according to data released by Shanghai Customs. The optimized structure reflects improved self-reliance in China's foreign trade sector as export-oriented companies increasingly rely on self-owned brands, home-developed technologies and independent supply chains, experts noted. Moving on to some regional highlights, China has unveiled a plan for the coordinated development of the Beijing-Tianjin-Hebei region, stating that the region's level of coordinated industrial development will have improved significantly by 2025, the Ministry of Industry and Information Technology, or MIT, said on Tuesday. According to the ministry, the Beijing-Tianjin-Hebei region has cultivated over 1,100 little giant firms as of the end of 2022, accounting for 12% of the country's total. 
Solid progress should be made in developing high-end smart and green industries in the region, fostering quality enterprises and building the region into a growth pole for the innovative development of advanced manufacturing and a demonstration zone for coordinated industrial developments, the plan said. Suzhou was the fastest-growing Chinese prefecture-level city in terms of population growth last year, thanks to its strong economy. Suzhou's permanent resident population swelled by 63,200 people last year to 12.9 million, Mida reported today. And this is the second year running that the municipality in Jiangsu province has ranked among the top two, as the city ranked first in terms of GDP among all prefecture-level cities last year with 2.4 trillion yuan and placed sixth nationwide. Chuzhou, Wuhu and Ma'anshan in Anhui province scored among the top 10, while Chujing and Yuxi in Yunnan province, Odos in Inner Mongolia and three other cities in central and western China made it in the list. Greater Bay Area, Greater Future Hong Kong Chief Executive John Lee on Wednesday expressed deep disappointment and indignation over claims of discrimination against Cafe Pacific passengers who don't speak English. These disrespectful remarks and actions have hurt the feelings of both Hong Kong and mainland compatriots and damaged Hong Kong's reputation for being respectful, courteous and inclusive, Lee said. He also urged CAFE to review its training program and improve its service quality to ensure similar situations would not happen again. The airline's chief executive Ronald Lam on Wednesday again apologized for what happened, and three CAFE flight attendants have been fired over the incident. Lam also said the carrier will prevent a repeat of similar cases and that he would lead a cross-departmental working group to conduct a comprehensive review to ensure that its staff provide high-quality services to all passengers. An audio clip of the incident went viral this week in which a crew member appeared to refuse a passenger's request for a blanket and mocked the traveller's lack of English. Next on industry and company news, China's digital economy expanded by 10% last year to retain the second largest position worldwide, according to official data. Chinese firms engaged in digital services added 50.2 trillion yuan to the economy in 2022, according to a report the Cyberspace Administration of China released on Tuesday. Productivity of such firms made up nearly 42% of the country's GDP. JD.com has started pre-sales for June 18th shopping festival last night, three days ahead of Alibaba's Team Mall, and launched a double price difference compensation within the 10 billion yuan discount program in a bid to compete for buyers. During this year's event, the items on the discount program will be 10 times than the amount when it was launched in March, according to the Chinese e-commerce giants. A direct discount pricing mechanism is introduced to eliminate confusion in coupon selections at the company late Monday. The mid-year shopping festival will officially run from May 31st until June 20th. Sony.com and Alibaba-backed Elema have reached a strategic partnership with which the Chinese retail giant will become the first large chain to feature on the takeout platform. The first batch of 600 Suning stores in 150 Chinese cities have landed on Erlama, the retailer announced yesterday. The over 3,000 products available on the platform, including mobile phones, computers and household appliances, can be delivered to customers in as little as 30 minutes, it noted. 
Sony is also launching a series of promotions until May 28, including free delivery fees, subsidies of up to a thousand yuan for digital products, and small home appliances for one yuan. Alibaba Group Holdings cloud computing arm has started downsizing, an insider said a week after a proposal to spin off the unit's very independent listing, Media reported today. The report is aligned with Alibaba Cloud's response that the layoff is a usual practice. The internet giant optimizes its personal every year, and this time the adjustment of around 7% of Cloud Intelligence Group staff started this month after the year-end bonus was paid in late April. Any remaining annual leave and seven-day family care leave will be compensated, the source added. The gaming arm of Alibaba Group was ordered by a court in Guangzhou to pay video game giant NetEase 50 million yuan in damages after losing a copyright infringement case. Three Kingdoms Tactics is an adaptation of NetEase Infinite Borders, so its developer Alibaba Lingxi Games will have to correct the game content and pay NetEase a 50 million yuan fine. NetEase announced yesterday citing the ruling of the Guangzhou Internet. Court. Switching gears financial news, Zhang Yiming, co-founder of MyDance, the Chinese owner of short video platform TikTok, has recently set up a personal investment fund in Hong Kong. Cool River Venture was founded on May 22 with Jiang serving as director, media learn from Hong Kong's company's registry. Digital assets and blockchain firm Galaxy is the fund's sole shareholder. Cool River Ventures' main investment focus is technology-related industries, according to a source. And wrapping up with a quick look at stock market. Chinese stocks failed on Wednesday, extending declines from the previous session as consumer and financial shares slipped. The benchmark Shanghai Composite erased all its gains for the year, diving 1.3%, while the Shenzhen component lost 0.8%. Hong Kong shares also declined, with the Hang Seng Index sinking 1.6% and the tech index slumped 2%. That's it for today. Tune in tomorrow on China Business Now by 21st Century Business Herald. Goodbye.